Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner, Wade Chessman. Glad to have you back on the Money Night Podcast alongside Wade Chessman, who is president and wealth advisor at Chessman Wealth Strategies. He's also a certified financial planner and certified kingdom advisor. It's all about counting down the days to retirement. I know people want to have a checklist, Wade. What can I do to make sure I'm in good shape before retirement? Well, hopefully you've got a plan, but I think today's list of these items to kind of go through. It's not going to cover everything, but I think it'll give people a good kind of starting point on, hey, pay attention to these things as you get close. Yeah, it's a great topic. You know, I know we we use the term counting days down to retirement. And a lot of you know that have come into the office. There's nothing wrong with that word. But I like the word, I like to think of it as financially independent. Yep. You know, it's another way to think about it. It doesn't necessarily mean that you stop working. Or it just means that you have the ability to. So a lot of times people are scared about the word retirement, mm-hmm. but think about it. Hey, what does it mean? What's, what do I need to do as I get closer to that goal of being financially independent? So I got a number of things we can talk about. I'm going to just jump right into it. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I love the financial independence aspect of it too. And and I, I love this first one, Wade, right? It, it's not even right. It's not even financially related. No, it's get healthy and stay healthy. And it was top of mind for me because I just had my physical this week. And, you know, a lot more conditions start to right, come up as we get into our 50s, which I'm in. Yeah. And that can really, sometimes there's nothing we can do about it. I know my dad, when he was my age, that I am right now, he got real sick. But, you know, the good thing was he was healthy and in good shape before he got sick, and that helped him get through it. So that's one thing I've really worked on in the last few years is to make this a part of my regular life, regular exercise, healthy diet. Just, you know, you want to get to the point when you're at that stage where you can actually enjoy it and cut down on your medical costs and just really try to stay away from some of those health conditions that are preventable. You know, some of them aren't, but a lot of the ones that we deal with in America are preventable. And so I know it's not easy. I, I struggle with it all the time, but I would say that's a big one. And it's twofold, right? It's not only, as you mentioned, it, it kind of can cut down costs and help you save money and help yeah. you be able to use more of your money, but it's also about longevity to be able to enjoy a full retirement. That's right. That's yeah, right. So get healthy, stay healthy. Number one. All right. Number one. Still working on some things that aren't finance, specifically financial related. Right. And that's your free time. You're going to have a lot of it when you retire and you got this financial independence ahead of you. So what are you going to be doing with that free time? Yeah. We talk about this a lot. And the question that I like to ask people is what are you going to retire to? Right. You know, you've been, maybe you've been working, you've, you've been, had a career, maybe you owned a business. Now, all of a sudden, that's gone. What are you going to retire to? And I've talked about the fact that a retirement is not really a biblical term. You don't see that in the Bible other than the Levitical priest. I've mentioned that before. I don't know about you, Ben, but I'm not a Levitical priest. (laughs) So the concept is um, you want to understand what you're going to retire to. Does that mean that maybe that means you're not working for a paycheck anymore, but maybe that means that you're doing more volunteering, you're doing ministry work. You know, you have you have I think it's important not only to have a plan with your money and finances, but also have to plan about what it is that we're going to do. And we we've done we had a whole kingdom advisors meeting about this one uh, 
one month a while back. It was really good. Just the whole concept of really people don't, I don't think people do this as much. You know, we focus a lot on the financial side and all the financial planning side, but we don't think about is, okay, what am I going to actually be doing in retirement so that I can continue to, you know, I would say, you know, when I talk to folks, these are great people. They have a lot to give back to the community, to their, to their friends and their family. So really think about how, what's the best way I can use the gifts God's given me during this other phase of my life. Do you feel like most people know how they want to spend their free time when they're, when they come and first meet with you, Wade, or is this something you kind of have to work through with them? Sometimes we have to work through it. Sometimes people are like, I don't, I don't have any issues with this. I know exactly what I'm going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. A lot of times people will come back to me and say, I don't know how I ever had time to be re- to work. I've got so <laughs> much going on now. So it depends. But I do think it's a struggle for some people, depending on your personality, um, things like that. So, you know, a lot of times people don't have a choice. You know, they go from mild, you know, zero for, 100 down to zero, sometimes people kind of phase that in. So it just depends on your situation. But I just do, I do think it's something to spend some time in, in reflection on and thinking about, you know, what does that look like? Well, for some people, and, and, you know, to your point of financial independence, it doesn't mean you have to stop working, right? It means you have the ability to, but some people, you know, part of this list of counting down the days till you get to this point is thinking about, you know, that, that, what you want to do work-wise. Do you want to continue working even though you have that financial independence or is it something you want to phase out, phase out altogether? Yeah, sometimes people will come to me and say, you know, I just don't want to do this this job anymore. I've been doing it for 25 years. It's, you know, I'm having to work too much. It's too stressful. I'd like to try to do something else. That's another great way to do it. That's why we use that word financial independent. You know, sometimes, again, we don't get to choose when our career changes or when a position goes away. So we want to be in a spot where we have flexibility to make our own decisions, right? Kind of like Dolly Parton, where she told him to take that job and shove it, you know? <laughs> uh, but she had something else to go back back into. So I would say um, for a lot of folks, it's maybe a different career. Maybe it's part-time. Maybe it's, you know, like I said, working for a ministry where you don't get paid at all, but you're doing it because that's something you want to give back to. So cold turkey, for a lot of people, you're right. Been. It's not not right for everybody, so there are ways you can phase that in. We, we we have those discussions quite a bit with folks. All right, so let's let's shift to some more of the financial aspects of this as you're kind of putting together this checklist. Let's start with uh, opportunities to save more, and there are some more opportunities once you get into your fifties, right way that right. You know, not only are you making more, hopefully, but also there are some extra opportunities here. Right, and we've touched on these before. As you once you reach fifty, there's quite a few catch-up provisions that most of your retirement plans will allow you to put in additional money, 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, Roth IRAs. Of course, my favorite investment that people don't think of as an investment, the health savings account, Mm -hmm. the trifecta of tax savings, (laughs) tax-free in, tax-free growth, tax-free withdrawal. So I like to harp on that one. But all of those have provisions that allow you to put more money in. And, the, you know, the idea is the government's trying to give people an opportunity to catch up maybe stuff they couldn't do when they had young kids or kids in college, things like that. All right. Debt. I know financial independence has a lot to do with whether or not you're carrying debt, right? So as you're looking for things to be taken care of, getting to that debt-free point is such a such a big goal to have. Yeah. I mean, you can have debt in retirement, and it's not like the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, for some people, that's just make they make that part of their cash flow planning. But what I would say is what I found is not having debt in retirement takes a lot of mental burden off as well. We've talked about debt quite a bit. Sometimes paying off debt, you don't do it necessarily from a pure number standpoint. Because you could make the argument if you have a mortgage, of course, that's hard to get now, but but hmm. if you have a mortgage at 2% or 3%, you know, you could make the argument, well, maybe I shouldn't pay it off. I could probably make more investing in the long term. That may be true, and it probably is over a long period of time. But not having that debt can really mentally free you up. So that's just one less thing you have to worry about. So um, debt-free is, I think, a worthy goal in retirement. If, if not the financial side of it, the peace of mind, but that perhaps comes sometimes not having, knowing that that's not hanging over you. Well, I know once you reach that financial independence point, it's about not taking on as much risk, right? I mean, you don't have to once you get to that point. So as you're leading up to that, it's about reassessing your risk, correct? And, and figuring out what you need, what you don't, and, and what you can tolerate. I think that's true. A lot of times, though, p- people think, well, now that I'm getting close to retirement, I have to get super conservative with my investments. That's not necessarily true. I think it's more important to have a, a clear strategy for with how you're going to go about withdrawing funds from your portfolio, not so much taking less risk, not less risk. I mean, if you were investing you know, like you were in your 20s and you never made a change, well, obviously that's something you might want to re- reflect on and make some changes. But I don't even know if it's necessarily changing the risk so much, although I think that's something to look at. I think it's more really understanding how you're going to withdraw those funds so that they have the best chance of working out for you for the long term. All right, so this is kind of the full list I have. Um, any other, anything else you would add to this? Anything you maybe you want to tack on to what we've already discussed? Well, the only, the only thing I would say is, you know, when we're talking about opportunities to save more, we talked about the catch-up provisions. There's also, for a lot of us in our 50s, it's the best earning periods of our, uh, the best time to be our earning history. You know, we're earning more than we have maybe ever before. And a lot of times our expenses are lower. The kids are gone. College might be paid for. The house might be paid off at this point. So for a lot of people, this is the opportunity they have to really clean things up, make some real headway so that when they get ready for that financial independence goal, they're much more prepared. So I would just add those two bullet points at the end here. Very wrap good. it up. Okay. Well, this is just kind of a list to run off of and, and pick and choose what you need to get done as you head towards financial independence, but always you want to rely on your advisor. And Wade is a certified financial planner and a certified kingdom advisor. You can find them online at chessmanwealth.com. Now it's time for this week's Kingdom Minute, a biblical perspective on money and finances. Okay, so last time we talked about how God is the one who gives us wealth. Not only gives us wealth, but gives us our skills, our gifts. He's responsible for all that. A lot of times we think we do it, but he's the one that gives it to us. Today I want to talk about another biblical truth, one that is very apparent right now. As we record this podcast, there's a lot of turmoil in the market. There's a lot of weird things going on in the world, the war in Ukraine, all that. And that biblical truth is that riches are uncertain. You know, surveys have found that the most common fear, one of the most common fears among the wealthy, and I think we can all relate to this fear, 
whatever level of wealth that we have, right? And that is the fear of losing our wealth. 1 Timothy 6, 17, instruct those who are rich in this present world not to fix their hope on the uncertainties of riches, but on God. And it's easy to do, but in times of turmoil, times when things are a little bit more uncertain, we see, hey, you know, it really isn't uncertain to place all of our hope on our wealth. Proverbs 23, do not wear yourself to gain wealth. Cease from your consideration of it. When you set your eyes on it, it is gone. So the real message is the only true certainty that we have in life is God himself. So that's today's Kingdom Minute. All right. Thank you, Wade, for that good perspective. As always, we try to do that every single episode. So if you enjoy it, leave us some feedback and uh, make sure you subscribe to the show as well. We do appreciate that. But as you're getting close to financial independence, and hopefully you are, hopefully this checklist will help you. But again, I encourage anyone that wants some feedback, wants to kind of see where they stand or wants to get that planning process started. Chessman Wealth can help you do that. So log on chessmanwealth.com or you can call the office at 214-572-2120. All right, Wade, great stuff as always. Uh, enjoy this perspective. And I know financial independence is a goal for everyone. And, and hopefully we'll, we're, help, we're able to help people get there. Awesome. Thanks, Ben. The opinions voiced in Money Night with Wade Chessman are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor.